Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a spectacular day. You, like me, turn into hoops because we're waiting on football. But let's still talk about some football. Aaron Rodgers spoke today. We'll get to that in a moment. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a whole lot of money for a quick Phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings. Survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. This was Aaron Rodgers earlier today on the Pat McAfee show, clearing the air on his comments after Sunday's loss. I don't feel like I said anything that I hadn't said before. You know, I said it the first time I talked to the media. Just it was more a realization, I think, uh, that my ultimately my future is, is not necessarily in my control. I don't think that there's any reason why I wouldn't be back. But look, I think th- there's there's not many absolutes, as you guys know, in this business. So to to make an absolute statement about something that is is not an absolute, 
I didn't do it, you know, and I, I guess that's why I went kind of kind of nuts. Yeah, I mean, look, time and place matters as much as what you say, you know. Um, you know, I, I I say things all the time on this show. This is a very well regarded show with three hundred some on affiliates. And our pods are growing at a faster rate than anybody else's pods, I'm told, whatever. But I'm also realistic that what I say here, as opposed to when I guest host the herd or I'm on the herd, like it's, uh, you know, it's a bigger, uh, it's a bigger platform. You know, it's a bigger platform when you're on cable, or you're on over the air, if you're on uh, Fox Sports one, as opposed to big Fox, like bigger platform, more people see it sometimes different tone, different way in which you handle things. If you say things I've been on CBS and on, on their cable network, you could say things to your blue in the face on the cable network as opposed to you say it on, on big CBS and it resonates differently. And Aaron knows that often NFC championship game, the most watched game of the season, the most watched playoff game in years. And you're like, you know, like, you know, I've, I said this before. Yeah, dude, it's different. And you're looking across from Tom Brady, and he's being disingenuous. I, I personally love Aaron Rodgers. I do. And I, I, I guess I'm, I, I understand both sides of it. Like, I can understand why they would draft a quarterback to protect themselves from Aaron Rodgers, from being leveraged. And I can, I, I can understand why Aaron Rodgers would be ticked. Be ticked. You know, I would absolutely understand that because he knows he was that guy once and he knows what that guy's thinking. And he probably thinks I know what they're telling that guy because that's what they told me. And they're telling me all the stuff they told Brett Favre. It's just, it's weird. That doesn't mean he's treating Jordan Love poorly. It just means I know what that's like and I, I, I don't want that. Regardless of how well he's played, you know, he's going to say, I played well because I played well. They're going to say, maybe you played well because we tweaked you a little bit. But, but this has nothing to do with winning a Super Bowl. And it doesn't have to do with acquiring a wide receiver or another cornerback. This, this simply has to do with power and control. Aaron wants the power. Aaron wants the control. Aaron doesn't want a, a coach to be able to tell him when to come on and off the field on a fourth down. And he doesn't want a, a front office to be able to tell him when he can and can't play football for the Packers ever again. Pro football talk uh, said a source said Aaron Rodgers wants a new contract. You damn right. He does. And it's not even necessarily, it's about the money, but it's not really about the money. It's about, I want to make so much money and have such a huge dead cap money that I get to be the one to call the shots. As it stands now, at the end of next year, they can pretty much say goodbye. Or, here's a deal, take it or leave it. This is the last year he has leverage. Once that contract expires, he runs out of leverage. The leverage is he can walk and he go to another team, but even that becomes hard and tricky and, you know, and, and they, they would have right to first refusal. So I, this is about power and control and, and, and then money. But money, not in the traditional he needs money or he wants to have money or he wants to be paid more than Mahomes. I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's simply about I want to be able to call the shots, dictate my own, walk out on my own terms. If I want to retire tomorrow, I want to retire tomorrow. But I don't want to retire because they, they drafted some quarterback who's going to replace me and they push me out before I'm ready. I'll go when I'm good and gosh dang ready. Right? You ever seen an old guy that's like that? I'll go when I'm good and gosh dang ready. That's Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm still performing at a great level. I don't want, you know, doesn't want ageism is a part of the NFL. 
You know? He wants the Tom Brady treatment. Oh, yeah, and by the way, why don't you get rid of that guy who, you say, who everybody thinks is going to replace me? I don't want any questions about it. I want people to know that this is my football team. And, and, and just so we're aware, I, I actually totally understand. Um, I, I totally understand why the Packers would not want to acquiesce, why they would draft a quarterback, because they want control and power. It's a football team, not Aaron Rodgers. Because Aaron Rodgers does, like, you know, he does run hot and cold sometimes with people. Why wouldn't he run hot and cold with a football team? Look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. They tried to draft Mason Rudolph in the third round. He's not good enough. Now they're just like, we'd probably like to have Ben back, or maybe we got to go overspending a free agent. We don't know if he fits. You know, it's, it's a bad place to be when you can't, you don't know how you're going to replace your Hall of Fame quarterback. You know? I don't think the Saints want Drew Brees back. And I don't think that's, a, that's any, any surprise. But no, no, I really think they don't want Drew Brees back. I'm not sure they wanted him back last year. But last year, they just couldn't, they just couldn't say bye-bye. But, I mean, Drew Brees has cost them a chance at winning a couple of championships. Everybody points out the officiating, but the offense was inept in all of those games. It just was. They weren't beating Philly in Philadelphia out in the open air, even when they lost to Minnesota on a miracle play. But outside of that, you know, against the Rams, their offense was inept. Couldn't score. Couldn't score when they needed to score. Last year against the Vikings, couldn't score when they needed to score. This year, I mean, like, these are all, by the way, last three home, last three games, the Saints have lost all at home. Where, where their team was supposedly built for. That said, they don't know what their next plan is, and they don't know if he's going to be better than Drew Brees or as good as Drew Brees is now. So Aaron wants power, control, money. You know, if you're making the money, if you have it in your contract, they can't get rid of you. They just can't. And that's what he wants. That's what this is about. This is about me saying, me flexing my muscles, saying, hey, that backup, the kid, the heir parent, he's never going to play here. How do I know you're going to trade him? And then you're going to give me new. He's doing the Jedi mind trick. And I'll be interested to see if it works. We have ourselves a good old-fashioned power struggle. And Aaron's really, really smart. Where he is, instead of hiding from the media, he goes out and he's like, look, I just NFL's not for long. Anybody's got a chance to be cut. I don't, nothing I said means anything. Oh, it, it doesn't mean nothing. It means everything. Everything. That's what's on his mind. And when you stare down Tom Brady, who looks, he looks and he looks like he smells great, right? And here he is kind of regal with how he carries himself. And somehow that dude throws three interceptions and walks off the field a winner. It's crazy. It would drive you nuts as well. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year by cramming a full year's worth of cash into one of those card shaped birthday cards. Cash back match. Only by Discover Card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. LeBron James was awesome last night. He had 23 of his 46 points in the fourth quarter. And I wasn't impressed. I'll tell you why next. But first, Bet River Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. And on top of that, live streaming of sports every day. Uh, there's always almost a, a match to watch on Bet River Sportsbook right on your phone. 
BetRivers features top-tier customer service, ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, with the unique Rush Pay system, BetRivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. Customer satisfaction is always their number one priority, and BetRivers will match your first deposit up to $250. Unlike some other sportsbooks, BetRivers requires a one-time pay-through to turn bonuses into cash. Experience the difference. Go to BetRivers.com to see for yourself. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. LeBron supposedly got mad at some somebody in the Cavs front office, I guess, mocked him for missing a shot in the third quarter. That's why he scored 23 of his 46 points in the fourth quarter in the win over the Cavs last night. Um... I, I guess that's that's cool, right? I guess that's that's awesome, right? That's amazing. LeBron James, 18th year in the league, able to drop 46 and play that well, and you know Anthony Davis been a little up and down so far this year. That's that's fantastic. They won by seven. They still have not lost a road game, I believe. He had 46, eight and six against the eight and nine Cleveland Cavaliers. And I guess the question is, well, what'd you expect? What'd you expect? You know, they beat the Bucks, and he played really well against the Bucks. He had thirty-four. Um, he didn't play particularly well against Chicago. Two nights later, Anthony Davis did. He had thirty-seven. They did lose to Golden State at home, and he played poorly. But it's fascinating to me, and they're on a long road trip. Last year on the long road trip, they played Milwaukee last. Now they play them first. Uh, they still have to go to Philadelphia. They still have to go to Boston. They still have to go to Atlanta. So we'll see how this road trip looks with the, the best team in the NBA. But um, I, let, me, let me ask Bayer. Bayer probably has our, he's, got the, he's the smartest of all of us. Maybe music probably is right there with him. Bayer's probably the smartest in terms of sports. I, how many starters for the Cleveland Cavaliers can you name? Um, I can name about, uh, I, I know Colin Sexton. Uh, obviously, I know Jared Allen because he just came over from there. And Jared Allen did not um, start for them. Okay. Um, I'm just naming Cavaliers. So, okay. Colin Sexton. Okay. That's all you got? Yeah. And you got JaVale McGee. Kevin Love, is he starting? He's not playing. Oh, he's not playing there. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh what about Larry yeah. Nance? Yeah, not playing. Not playing. Starting lineup was uh, Torian Prince, Isaac Okoro, Colin Sexton, Sede Osman. And Andre Drummond, remember they got Andre oh, Drummond? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, he had 25 yeah. and 17. 
So, like, I'm not going to defame LeBron, but just like I well, didn't, I didn't have a radio rant when he was going against, you know, whatever the Golden State Warriors are and didn't play well a couple nights ago. I'm also not going to do one here and go like, oh, LeBron proved it last night. Like, he got caught, he, he got hot, he ran a heater against the, the Cavs, who, you know, he got some two-way contract guys in that team. I, I, I guess the only defense that I would say is, and I know Brooklyn didn't have guys in their second game, but they did lose back-to-backs. Brooklyn did. To the Cavs. Week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. It would also be fair to say the Cavs are a little bit beat up by playing. Like, the, their, their recent sure. schedule is one where you know, it does work both ways. I'm not, def- you know, I'm not sitting here telling you he's not awesome, but I don't need to. It's not, it's not MVP affirmation that he like he gets hot and lights up the Cavs for 46 points. Sorry, not usually it works. I will give myself credit I, for I naming just, more members of the bench on the Cavs, though. Just as many starters. Just, Thank know. you very much. Yeah. Doug, I'm more into depth in the NBA than actual starters. That's really my forte. So Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, I, I ruined your, your point. But. No, give me a team. No. <laughs> I just, Let's do this. Uh, no, because no, it's not going to go anywhere. What do you mean I am ready. I'm re- I'm readily admitting that my NBA uh, interest is. I don't think anybody's crazy sub- interested in the NBA, and yeah. I and I also think that this doesn't help. It's weird. It's like a look at me. Hey, you should be interested in the NBA. We're like, yeah, well, sorry, dude, you did against the Cavs. Well, so. I also yeah. think that we've gotten to a point where, and this is maybe where we are. I'm sorry if I'm taking the conversation somewhere else, but whatever game is on TNT is usually the game that is talked about the next day. Insert Zion, insert Durant, insert LeBron, insert Steph Curry, who's ever playing on like that Thursday night. And if there's a game, right. it's usually the game that is that is talked about because most people are watching. Now, uh, we all live in Southern California. I know you were in West Virginia last night. Uh, we did have access to the Lakers-Cavs game. I did not watch the game last night. But, you know, much of the country probably didn't have access unless they have the league pass. So it's not like a grand sort of thing. But the point being is just the, the interest of the, you know, the, of the NBA to me has been difficult because we just had it in October. And because we place so much darn emphasis on the two months at the end of the season that, you know, the regular season just is whatever. So even to, to the point about LeBron's 46 last night, yeah, it's nice. You know, yeah, okay. You know, now we have that conversation, but it really just matters what happens. And are you, know, are you more fried on the NBA or on politics? Um, I I am more I'm more fried on the NBA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Music. Where are you? What are you more fried on? Politics or the NBA? <laughs> um. Yeah, I almost kind of feel like Dan. It does kind of feel like the NBA. I don't know why. I just it, this year I have not been into it. I mean, and I say this as like a Lakers fan and a fan no, no, of no, LeBron I got it. James. I, I yeah. love basketball. I love basketball. It's hard. It's hard. Last night I, I did this game. It was a great game. Two of my absolute favorite dudes to hang out with, Bob Huggins and Chris Beard. I got to see them both. You know, and it was a tremendous game. But, you know, they're playing Country Road after the game and there's nobody there. It's just, it's yeah. hard. And then the NBA, it's, it, there's, well, it's on all the time. There's nobody there. They just got done playing before. Some teams are totally non-competitive. You don't know who's going to play on a given night, whether it's because they played a couple games before and they want to take a break or whether it's because of COVID or whatever the hell the reason is. It's just a weird existence. And, and I've watched the bucks because of personal interest but the casual part of me 
is is not getting as into it. And even with the Bucks conversation for what they've done the last two years, Doug, again, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what happens in the regular season. You know, they played the Lakers the other night. Lakers ended up winning. Yeah, okay, all right. That's the way it is. They lost a close one to the Nets a week ago, uh, you know, where they where they had an opportunity to win it. But realistically, their season comes down to those two months, which will be May and June and into July this year. And usually it's April, May, and June on most regular seasons, but that's where most regular years, but that's where like to me, that's where the NBA has come to is where it's Yes. It's so yes, playoffs we, we, driven. We, we've done this we've done this as fans where we've only thing that matters is what you do. And yeah. they've done it as a league where they play for and how many Eastern Conference teams have ended up with the best record and have even gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Mike Sando is senior NFL writer for The Athletic. Uh, Mike, let me play for you what Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee Show earlier today. I don't feel like I said anything that I hadn't said before. You know, I said it the first time I talked to the media. Just it was more a, real, a realization, I think, uh, that my ultimately my future is is not necessarily in my control. I don't think that there's any reason why I wouldn't be back. But look, I think th- there's there's not many absolutes, as you guys know, in this business. So to to make an absolute statement about something that is is not an absolute, I didn't do it, you know, and I, I guess that's why it went kind of kind of nuts. I don't think that's why it went nuts. I think it went nuts because of the time and place and the way in which he said it. Mike, what do you take of of how how Aaron is feels like he's using the media uh, to to make something happen? Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a playbook after the game of of how you handle a disappointing team defeat, right? You you talk about things other than your own personal future. Uh, it's not like he's a free agent in two months and. Uh, going to hit the market and they haven't had talks on a deal, you know, th- then, hey, it is what it is. But I think the reaction was what you get when you say that at that time, in that moment, um, when everyone knows it's sort of been bubbling under the surface anyway. I mean, he's hinted at it any number of times um, over the last year. We know he's not happy with the fact they drafted a quarterback. In fact, he publicly said, let's get receiver help. So, you know, all those things are there and when you are in his position and tap into him, I mean, you know, people are going to go with it, and I think that's appropriate. Uh, so what do the Packers do? Well, I mean, I think they bring him back. I, I can't see that there would be a, a way to subtract him from your team. I mean, I think he's a great player and by far their best chance to win. Maybe there's uh, tweaking up the contract if he's going to, you know, make that a, a big priority, but I, I think you, you shut down the the talk that there's any great uncertainty around him. I mean, there's other things they should be changing this offseason, but I can't imagine he's one of them. Petten? Does Petten make it to next year? Yeah, I would think not. You know, um, that was a pretty egregious situation at the end of half. And I, I, I think in the NFL, probably other sports too, but there's always something you have to address in an offseason when it doesn't end with the Super Bowl, right? And if you're Green Bay, what do you need to address? Um, yeah, you know, maybe Rodgers wants more weaponry and all that, but offense pretty good, number one in the league in a lot of ways. I mean, I think defensively, um, it's been a concern for a while. And it wasn't like this was Matt LaFleur's hand-picked D coordinator that, you know, he was there already. And it's been a bit of an issue and a concern. So um, Matt LaFleur's comment after the game, you know, like, 
we can't, I don't know if it was, we can't be in that coverage or we can't have that or something. You know, it was telling to me. That was maybe an indicator. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. It, do you think that makes them trade Jordan Love? Um, I would lean towards no. You know, I think they drafted him because they liked him and uh, weren't exactly sure how long Rodgers was going to play. And and you would think he could still be in the mix. Now, if Rodgers forces them or, you know, ends up getting additional guarantees or whatever, I mean, maybe. I just don't think that that's necessary. Um, I want to play for you. This is Mark Murphy and Mark Daniels. Uh, and Mark Daniels and Matt Z on WNFL Radio saying clearly they want Rodgers on the team. There's no way in heck <laughs> that Aaron is not going to be on the Packers. I mean, he's he is uh, going to be the MVP of the league, might have had his best year ever. He's our unquestioned leader, and, you know, we're not idiots. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, so I, I, I do wonder, you know, you look across at Brady – and, yeah, maybe it's a tinkering of the deal. And if you remember, Brady's last deal with New England, he also negotiated in a clause where uh, they couldn't franchise tag him. And and so he could, in fact, become a free agent. Like, I don't think that's a crazy thing for him to try and get, whether he does or doesn't. He's got one year left. You know, he could say, hey, you want to keep me here forever? Then either trade Jordan Love or extend my contract so there's no ambiguity to it. Yeah, yeah, I- I wouldn't put that past it at all, you know, depending what what he really wants to push for and what's important to him, uh, if he wants some sort of a timeline. But if I were the Packers, I wouldn't be excited about that. I mean, I, I would just, hey, he's our, I would say what Mark Murphy said. He, he's our starting quarterback. We love him. I mean, we're uh, maybe you do tweak the, the money if that's really important to him, but I don't see why you want to do anything that increases the chances of Aaron Rodgers playing for somebody else. Why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, I, he's, I, he's, he's he's great. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. Um, what's the league saying about Matt Lafleur's decision to not go for it on fourth down? Well, it's interesting because, like you know, one of my good friends from my ESPN days, Brian Burke, is one of the smartest guys in analytics, and you know, those guys have pointed out that it really wasn't that big of a swing, and yet people in the league think it was a a, a very bad decision. And I think here's what the important context. Whether you go for it or not, there you're screwed and going to lose the game almost all the time, right? So there's not it's not like it's a fifty percent win probability swing on that one play. You're already standing at the edge of the cliff and probably going to fall off and lose, um, but your chances would be a little bit better to not fall off the cliff and lose in a dire situation if you go for it there. I think what happened. This is the best theory that I've heard. And I will. I owe it to my uh, podcast partner, Randy Mueller from the Football GM Podcast. He said, "You listen to Matt Lafleur. What he said. I think it's an offensive play caller who ran out of plays. He's yep. got his play sheet, and and you've got first and goal, second goal, third and goal, and he even mentioned. Remember, then you'd have to go for two. Yep. He was out of plays, and that's and so he made the play caller's decision and not the head coach's decision." And I think it caught him, caught Rogers off guard. Everybody in your mind, was there any way that they, it wasn't four down territory? No. I mean, I couldn't believe it. No. It's, it's just I haven't found anyone in the league who wasn't surprised by that. Brady wins as he walk. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think he loves playing. I think he's good at it, and uh, he'll be back. 
I think he just wants to keep playing. Why would he give up on the, the thing that he's great at and he loves it? You know, because because it always ends. It almost always ends poorly. It just does. Like I know Elway rode off in the sunset, and I know Manning kind of did, kind of limped into the sunset. But I, I Favre came back that one extra year, and it was bad. It was not good. I don't know. I just I, uh, a lot of things uh, have to go your way in order for it to to go your yeah. way. I just feel like if he was really physically declining or there was an injury, right, some of those better guys just weren't the same. I mean, I think he really feels like physically he's as good as he was three years ago. Maybe he's even better in some ways because of the way he takes care of himself. I, I just think he loves it. Um, I think this year was a grind for a lot of players because of the COVID protocols, and it just wasn't as fun. I mean, the game, the stadium wasn't as fun. The locker room wasn't as fun. You weren't playing cards on Wednesday night at someone's house on your team. But I think Brady loves the grind. I think he lives for the grind. I think he, uh, you know, will play. I think he'll just keep playing. I think he loves it. Mike Sano joining us. Uh, He writes for The Athletic, a senior NFL writer. Jared Goff, kind of weird, right? His GM didn't want to come out and say he's on the team next year, which uh, that's like asking asking a guy who's dating a girl for a long time, like, you guys going to get married? Like, I don't know. You know what the answer is. What happens there? When a team has a superstar offensive coach, it's the quarterback's fault, i.e. John Gruden, Sean McVay. When you have a superstar quarterback, it's the offensive coach's fault, i.e. Pete Carroll firing coordinators, right? So um, we've been picking up on McVay all year. I mean, after they lost at at Miami, he explicitly blamed Jared Goff. And look, I talked to coaches who watched the game. were like, hey, where where was your protection plan here, too? Because they had great blitzes, no answers for them, and – this has been a theme throughout. You you sensed his hesitancy, um, even naming the Goff the starter against Seattle in the playoffs. It almost felt like he wanted to go with the backup. And he was talking about you know mobility and stuff. I think he looks around the league and he sees most of the good quarterbacks can beat you with two plays, the called play and their own play when they take off running. Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, all these guys, even Aaron Rodgers at points in his career, can all do that. I think he's tired of being limited by the quarterback. And this is an amazing shift. Go back and read what he said, uh, you know, a year ago. I was reading someone retweeted that, or, or maybe it was two years ago, what Mike Silver was quoting him as saying. It's completely different now. So something changed. They're, they want to be in this quarterback derby. They are putting out a sign saying, open for business. Look, if you don't have us on the list of teams not looking, we're looking. You got a guy, Stafford, Watson, make sure you call Les Snead. What happens with Watson? I, I've talked to a couple NFL GMs. They're like, I wouldn't trade him. I don't care. He can be mad no. as he wants. I wouldn't trade him. Do you think yep. that Houston does? Um, I think that there's at least a 50% chance that they trade him uh, because I think he controls a lot of that, and I sense, I think it's more than 50% because this reminds me, I've written about this, You know, he has the same agent as Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey had a very emotional reason for wanting out of Jacksonville. It wasn't just money. He didn't like Tom Coughlin and the way things were going there, and he didn't want to be a part of it. And I think he launched a professional campaign to get out of there, and he got out. And I think Deshaun Watson has the same grounds even worse with their ownership situation in the front office and the way they've done things. He has reasons beyond money to one out, and by the way, he made twenty nine million last year, so he's not going to be able to. He's not going to get evicted from his property if he if he 
leaves a couple of dollars sit on the out. table. No quarter, no quarterback sitting out. out. He has, his new contract hasn't even really gone live yet, right? I mean, so... Well, no, no, but 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 people, no one sits out unless you are emotionally invested in the cause, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer said, I'm not playing for Mike Brown anymore. And Mike Brown said, yeah, we'll see about that. And week seven or whatever, they traded him, right? Because he was serious. Yeah, so if Deshaun I, I, Watson is serious, then he'll get a trade. If he's serious. Yeah, I the only think, way I, I think, is, I, I think it is is let, let's see who the coach is. I, I, it's gonna be fascinating. Um, Carolina's another team that they're not sold on their quarterback. Does that mean draft right. one or does that mean trade for one? Yes, it means both. I mean, all options are on the table. Um, I think it, I think with this off season, with this quarterback uncertainty, it, I mean, where's Matt Stafford going to go? Uh, hell, if I know, I mean, there, he, he's going to go a lot of different places. There's going to be dominoes falling all of a sudden. Stafford's going to go somewhere, and the 49ers are going to do something, and the Rams are going to do something. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be unlike anything we've seen. Um, are we sure that Dallas signs Dak? No. I mean, they haven't yet. I mean, I think they probably will, but that's another weird situation, right, where uh, money's a huge factor. He's coming off an injury. There's other quarterbacks available. Um, I would think he comes back there, but it's a, it's a weird offseason. This is different. Which which coaching hire has been the most well regarded by people in the league? Wow, that's interesting, huh? Huh? Because the guys I've talked to, they said like, look, nobody really knows. Like, I, I talked to one who hired a coach. Like, we like we like him a lot, but we don't know. Like, I I get the yeah. Dan Campbell thing. Dan Campbell brought uh-huh. in all former players as you know his staff, and he's you you replace a guy who nobody liked, who didn't play. With a guy who everybody likes, it did play great big, pop, great big energy guy, right? Like I get that one. Yeah. I get the Urban Meyer one. A, you know, I get the Urban Meyer one because, like, you're going to have to do it through the draft, and he's coached against and evaluated them all, and it seems like he's hiring, you know, Daryl Bevel, like NFL guys as coordinators, and then college guys as that he trusts as his position coach. Like I, I get those, but I want to know which it, one that NFL people are like. You know what? Uh, I like that one. It's interesting. So before the Dan Campbell press conference, I heard a little bit of positive on that, and then probably Sala, and the rest are just unknowns. Who really, uh, who really, the hiring process with these coaches, who gets hired, says everything about who's doing the hiring, and not what it takes to be a good candidate. There's reasons that each one of these guys got hired that are almost unique to the needs of the team and the wants of the team. It doesn't mean they made the right moves, but that's what this is about. I mean, look, Nick Sirianni's there because he had his tie to Wentz, right? And Frank Reich, that's it, sure. right? Yeah. That's why he's there. Um, you know, the Chargers aren't going to hire Urban Meyer, are they? They're going to hire Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Staley, right? Guys who I, I aren't going to come I in think and charge it. I think the ownership group wanted, wanted they just, they, they, they couldn't get, he was already done on the Jacksonville thing. I think they were interested there. I think they were interested in Sala as well. But yes, they're, that's more Sala and Staley and Dayball are much more their style. Fit into them and don't disrupt everything, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I I think you make a great question, though. It's almost a rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> Which one are <laughs> you really? That I mean, it's probably Sala. I mean, he's at least had multiple years of successful coordinating uh, with and without his best players available to him. And brings a lot of energy and brings things that the previous guy didn't have that way, communication-wise. But, I mean, look, do you know if Brandon Staley is going to be a good head coach? 
I mean, nope. you got no idea, right? He's only been in the Dan NFL Campbell? since 2017. You know? Yeah, well, the 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 six coaches who've been hired have a combined 10 years of coordinating experience in the league. Yeah. It's it it's really so, interesting. Really interesting, Mike. I know you got to run. We really appreciate yeah. your time. Let's do it again soon. Thank you, Mike Sandell, the athletic covering the NFL. It's Doug Gottlieb show live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studio. Call eight 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 Farmers. You could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Teams around the NFL are already kicking the tires on this quarterback. Tell you who it is next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... There's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday... You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, we start out with a report from ESPN saying that NFL teams have already reached out to the Lions about acquiring quarterback Matthew Stafford. I'm calling about a Stafford you got for sale. <laughs> right. Uh, how big is it? 6'3". Okay. okay. How, much, how much you want for it? Okay. You want what? <laughs> buddy. Buddy. That Stafford, you know, it's got some wear on the tires there. Yeah, I know, I know. It's got what? It's got like a howitzer there for the for Kenan. Yeah, yeah. But it's been hurt a good amount. You you want a lot of money for it? It's gonna hurt my cap. All right, I got a guy in the line about some white walls. I'll call you back. Yeah. Very good. That was, I just let you roll. I didn't want to interrupt any of that. That was very very good. You're you're put something on like Facebook for sale, Facebook Marketplace or eBay for sale, and people call you. I have not. You know? I have not. Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. It's my- like people people ask for like nothing. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Remember that? Uh, I sold my Volkswagen bus. Remember I had a Volkswagen bus. I, I'll give you like 500 for it. In my, in what? my Excuse me? In my hometown, we had a show called Swap Shop on our local radio station where you would call in, yeah, tell the yeah, host- there. Oh, that you yeah. had something for sale, and if oh, anybody was interested, to, what in, do you have there for sale? You know, there, buying eh? your yeah. uh, your uh, your card, you know your uh, your table and chairs for twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars, don't you know? If, you know, yeah. five 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 two nine one seven. Oh, that sounds like a great say, show. All right, so that sounds like a, a great show. Great show. A card great table show. and chairs. That's yeah. from Dave, who's yes. at five three six. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a nice fella. He's a nice fellow. I'll, I'll do that. I, I don't know where Matthew Stafford is going to end up, but I just think the Pittsburgh possibilities would be magnificent for both parties. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, re- I, I like Pittsburgh. I, I almost think that Pittsburgh is kind Gotta of have a big arm. Yeah, and I've seen. And I've, and I've I seen, thought Jameis. I thought Jameis would go there. Uh, that that would be. Although now I'm starting to think like, huh? Does Jameis go to Detroit? 
because mm. that that staff huh. is coming over from New Orleans. Huh? Could be a possibility. Huh. I, I I think that Sean Payton would like to keep him where he is, but mm-hmm. I, the, to see the odds of where Stafford is going to go, and you know the, the Colts, I think were one of the top uh, teams to not have Pittsburgh on that list. You know, you have the Patriots, Niners, Dolphins. Panthers in Washington. I just think Pittsburgh is like, all right, let's lay low in the weeds and let Ben Roethlisberger maybe decide what he's going to do. Hasta la vista. They, they want him to retire, I think, right? Speaking of quarterbacks and maybe teams wanting to move on from a quarterback, Rams GM Les Need wouldn't confirm that quarterback Jared Goff would return next season. Who? Saying Johnny. Uh, Jared Goff is, quote, <laughs> a Ram at this moment. He's a Ram for now. He's a Ram for now. That uh, less that's not exactly a vote of confidence. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not a vote of no confidence either. Wants to point that one out. Sometimes less is more. Yes. Less was less there. That less is, is less. Hey oh, that is for sure. Hollywood Reporter says Sunday's NFC title game between the Buccaneers and Packers had almost 44.8 million viewers, up 5% from a year ago. Four. Most watched TV programs since Super Bowl 54 last February. Basically, it was like the Super Bowl, only you cut out like the moms and the grandmas. <laughs> uh, some of the moms watched, right? I mean, but you know, because you didn't have the weekend performing at halftime, you know, or Bruno Mars. It's just anybody, any red-blooded sports fan was like, I got to watch this. I, I get confused all the time. What's the difference between rating and share? What are the, do you? What is that? Share I, is a percentage of the people who, it's a percentage of the people who watched. Okay. Why? A rating is the number of people who watched. O- overnight rating in Milwaukee for that Packers-Buccaneers game yeah. was 76.5. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Again, like, who are oh, the people who are like, no. oh, the game? Yeah. Ah, damn it, I missed it. I was, I was listening to that damn Swap Shop on my radio. <laughs> I was listening to the Swap oh. Shop on my radio there, eh? And, uh, you know, don't you know, uh, Dave, he was selling a table and chairs for $25. Yep. So yep. then I had to pack up the old Winnebago and pick it up. Yeah. And then I stopped for a beer. Yep. And they had some football game. Was that the game that was on? The best is when people would Did call. Did the Packers lose it? <laughs> the best is when people would call back and be like, who is the guy selling the three-wheelers? You know, that Because they missed the number, and they would just be on the air because you didn't have a phone screener. You just put them on the air, and they were going. I finally, Doug, wrapping up with an NBA note. Athletic says the Pelicans are receiving calls and listening to offers for guards Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick. Who called it? You who did. Who called it? This guy called it. Ha <laughs> This guy called it. As soon as they picked up Bledsoe and they drafted a point guard, and he was terrible in the bubble. And now his dad's like, you could get Jello and Lonzo. It's like, or neither. Right? <laughs> oh. Or neither. Baseball neither. Hall of Fame announcement coming up after the top of the hour. Ooh. That was the press. All right, Aaron Rodgers, what he's doing is about power. It's just about guys wanting to call their own shot. That's what it is. He wants the Brady thing, and the Brady thing is extend this deal and get it so he can walk at the end of it and make his own mind up when he calls it. That, that's what I read into it. For the Baseball Hall of Fame, no, Clemens and Bond should not get in. And, yes, they were Hall of Famers before they juiced up, but then they juiced up. It's like if you have an A in the class and then you're like, you start to get a bad grade, like, well, I cheated in the last test, but the rest of my school was great. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts